mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 51 of the No Mercy podcast. And today I am joined by the pinkest man in America, Jeff Mans. How you doing, Jeff? I am already back to be an albino. I was pink. Are you? I was like a good piece of prime rib. <laughs> I do not, my, my pinkness does not age very well. How'd, I mean, I can't even imagine your pasty white skin out in fucking Hawaii. Like it's that, hilarious. Like my you kids just hide are the about it too. Oh, I, I got sunburned. Like I really got a lot of sun, surprisingly. And I there was I bright red. And then I get like a day and a half, about 36 hours of like, wow, tan. And I wake up and I'm like, what happened? It, it's just like whatever that pigment in the skin, it just is like, no, absolutely not. Are your you kids know? like that? I'm like Steve Martin's hair. Like it's like, <laughs> no, you're white. Nothing you're going to do is going to keep me from being white. We're 26 years old. Doesn't matter. You're white. Does your, yes, does your kids, family have the same issues or yes. is it just you? Yeah. 100% kids same. My, my daughters are both like. You know, they're teenagers now, so they want to tan and look good and all this stuff. And the same thing. They're like, why do we just turn red and then our tan goes away? And I go, I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah, I'm blame, sorry. My, blame your great-grandfathers. I don't know. Yeah. Blame the Irish. That's, that's our problem. It's, it's our vice. But we can drink anybody under the table, so we got that going. That's a, that's a good thing. That's a positive yeah. quality. So overall, I heard you on, uh, on SiriusXM uh, when you went on your epic explosion. Talk about oh. fucking coming back. Fucking! In- <laughs> it was like, hey guys, I've been gone for five days. Fuck the world! Yeah, everybody, yeah. fuck everybody, everybody dies. Did and everybody's know? like, oh, we've already talked about it. I haven't yeah, talked. I about haven't it. talked about it. No, I don't care that you've been talking. About it was it. so funny because I was making fun of you because I'm like, Jeff doesn't realize he's like a week late to this party. No, like, Jeff just found out about like Jesse. Small- oh, no, I totally realized. He found out about Seth Yates two days ago. Like, <laughs> I he know. went to Hawaii and just fucking. Wrote articles and detached from Twitter. Dude, things don't make it to the island. Like, there's not, they don't, they barely have buses. Like, this is all <laughs> new to them. Like, it really, there's no internet. They're still eating fucking poi. You know, just big hands of globule food like they ate in the military in the 40s. Like, what? Poi. You said it wasn't that great, huh? Like, you weren't. No, you, you I not recommend it. Listen, any coast is usually pretty good. You go to Florida, San Diego. Uh, Carolina, you know. There's even spots on the Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore, exactly. You know, like, and, and that's a shithole. Exactly. It's, it's fine, you know. Right. You absolutely, you go. Alabama has shoreline. Like, right. you know, there's different states. So, when you're on the shore, it's beautiful. Sunsets are gorgeous, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I don't give a shit about that. Once you've seen it a couple times, it's fine for a day or two. But then you have to go inland, and you try to go off the resort. And it's just garbage. Get robbed. Every, every, yeah. So many homeless people, dirty, garbage on the streets. There's all, everything's really? in Hawaii. I didn't think that. All this thing is, it's all overpasses. So you're driving on streets, you're going under viaducts, and there's tons of homeless and garbage and the, the drainage because it rained like a day while I was out there. And it was like oh, the water builds up and splashes over. It's just like, man, it, it just wasn't. You know anything spectacular in the amount of money, the you know, seven hour of flight. what's expensive, right? Hawaii is everything's expensive. yeah, everything's yeah. like crazy. I had I, I was laughing but crying. Like I have a family of five. It like two hundred and seven dollars for lunch. 
wow. lunch, wow. chicken fingers, two salads, a burger, and I got like a pasta dish and a, I got a drink. I'm the only one that had a drink. So I did like a 15 or $20 drink, whatever. But $200, like for lunch, the dinners wow. were $300. Like, come on, man. For chicken fingers, fuck out. Right, you're not even eating good. You're no, not, even, not eating. You know, you're not like at a steakhouse or eating lobster. You're fucking eating chicken exactly. fingers and French fries. So, so yeah, I, I've was, had that. I've had that same experience. Like I've been to. Uh, we were talking about it before. I've been to Punta Cana for yeah. a wedding, and we stayed at a resort. We stayed at the Hard Rock Resort. I've been to a couple. You know, we were at Atlantis, obviously with DraftKings. I've been to a lot of different islands and stuff throughout my life, and it's the same thing, dude. It's it's like when you're on the resort or when you're on the water, it's epic. And then if you go a mile outside of that fucking resort, you're getting like butt fucked by a homeless yes, guy. Homeless like, guy. It's scary as fuck. So it's snowing over here. So I would have much rather been uh, a yeah. little disappointed with Hawaii. Than That's the one. I'm so spoiled. We were joking about that off air too. Like I'm spoiled being in Arizona. So like going there was sort of a like a neutral like it's still 70s it's 70s here it's it's kind well, of does it kill every trip for you now that you live in like yes. a, like yes. a weather paradise yes i, I like i said that. i went to san diego because it's only a four-hour drive or whatever and it was like okay fine but it's not warm when i would go to chicago and we i would go to st louis like drive down i-55 to st louis from chicago i'd be like oh my god so warm right. oh the warm yeah. <laughs> i see is like in st freaking louis now from Arizona going to Hawaii, I'm like, I don't get it. It's cold. Like I'm like our whole family's like, we're, we're cold, you know, at night here. Cause it's, it's different. So yeah, it's not that spectacular anymore. You know? Yeah. I mean? That's when I, uh, when I lived in Cali um, and I lived in San Diego and when I wasn't living in San Diego, I was in San Diego all the time, but even LA, San Diego, the weather's fucking amazing all the time in SoCal. And it was the same way. Like when we went on a trip, I was just like, fucking, it takes the whole enjoyment right. out of a hawaii or a dominican republic it's like this fucking weather's better where i'm back home yeah, living in fucking jersey realize. it's you like realize we all pay like vacations we all pay for weather that's right. really what right. we're paying for you're paying to get away from your shitty place that you live so if you live in an amazing place it fucking kills it exactly and it's like wow is it really worth paying you know fifteen thousand dollars for a seven hour <laughs> plane ride to see a beach like for water god no like I could drive an hour south into Mexico and in an hour and a half and there's some cape there that you can go and see a beach. You know, it's not that big a deal. So yeah, I, I mean, listen, if you want to do it and I, I've never been to Hawaii and so it's, I check it off the box, but I would never, I don't think I'll ever go again. Like that's something you just, you just do to do, I guess. I've never been there. Say, it was actually on my list of yeah. one oh, of no. my next couple places that I was going to go. And now I just bumped it way down after your report. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's probably 50th on my list now. Yeah, um, dude. And there, I don't think there's much rage in either. Like the nightlife and stuff, it's, it's like, kind of like everything closes early, you know, and even outside of the resort, like we were eating dinner out at a restaurant off the resort. It was like, you know, I think we ate real late, like 1030 or some shit. And even that they're like closing down the place. And I'm like, it's Friday night, the day after Valentine's day. And I'm like, really? Guys are closing down? Yeah, like, I that. Advises me. So, so you were uh, in paradise, and I have just escaped Twitter jail, Jeff. I know you <laughs> yes. saw about this. Oh, you I posted, saw. Yeah, because you posted a tweet for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so the, everyone's wondering what the fuck happened, right? Because you see the shit that I say every day on Twitter. It's like yeah. fucking kill yourself. You're fucking stick a dick in your ass. Like it, it's so malicious ninety percent of the time that everyone's like, "What the fuck did Tommy say?" 
right? right. And it's this some little, right? Yeah, everyone's like, this has to be crazy. You didn't even know. I just told you on the pre-show. Yeah, like, what the reason why? I should have waited till we got on air. But I just told you on a pre-show, and you were like, what? Like, there's. So I love telling people to kill themselves. Obviously, it gets me in trouble all the time nowadays. But for the first thirty-eight years of my life, it never got me in trouble at all. It's just what me and you used to tell each other: die, oh, kill yourself. Yeah. Like yes. me and Eddie Motts. Like that. I've talked about it a million times. When he gets on a plane, I go, "I hope it crashes into a mountain." I've told you yeah. the same thing. Like it's just funny. I don't know. Like it's just fuck, kill yourself. You know? Yeah. Like it's it's funny. I don't I don't I don't get it. But I guess fucking everyone's so goddamn sensitive to every fucking single thing that's said nowadays that I've gotten in trouble for this like numerous times, even in our chat when I was like, you should kill yourself. Like, remember right. when people threatening to cancel? Like, oh, one needs to calm the fuck down. So I don't write it on Twitter anymore, right? Because I know I'm going to get in trouble and it's going to be a fucking shit show and I'm going to have the fucking libs flying at me from every angle. But there was this kid who was just being a complete fucking asshole. It's like this this fraud Epic. culture, right? Like just, just complete asshole, just lying, just blatantly lying about like everything, right? Something that happened two years ago. Yeah, just all oh. kinds of shit. So I was just like, so I posted a GIF. I, I wrote "Kill Yourself" into the GIFs, and a GIF came up of like these choir ladies, like these black ladies, like it looks like they're singing, like "Kill Yourself," mm-hmm. and and I posted it, and I got banned. So imagine getting. Twitter banned for 12 hours. First of all, I love being in Twitter jail. I feel like it's a... It actually it's it must good be for the brand. I was thinking you know? about that. And it's nice to get away for 12 hours. But, Hell yeah. But the, uh, so I got banned from Twitter for 12 hours for using a GIF that Twitter provides. There wasn't even a word that I wrote. I just replied with the GIF, Jeff. How is that possible? I don't know. How are you providing a GIF well, on your site that we're like, if you're so sensitive to people saying kill yourself, Jack, maybe you shouldn't have gifts that allow you to say it through a fucking video. I mean, isn't this the thing that there's, it goes back to what happened. You're dealt with an ignoramus. It's obvious this dude complained. And Twitter, oh, the course. Twitter police, all they did, they didn't investigate. No, they, they like, just ah, fucking, fucking give you 12 hours. Because 12 hours, I mean, Chad Hancher has been off Twitter for what? 40 days like he's never coming back they've suspended they've canceled people's accounts you've talked about alex jones is out yeah like dude there's so many people that have been suspended and they get like 24 hours or days or months or whatever a 12-hour suspension it's such a like really weird random thing that they just said ah fuck it like oh somebody's complaining let's just give them a 12-hour timeout that's exactly what happened and it's because this asshole complained i have no doubt that's it's so fun like i mean jesus christ they talk about freedom of speech it's like it's getting to a point where there is no freedom not even on your own personal social media on anywhere anywhere anything you say anything you do is fucking basically you know it's just so funny that it's it's the far left and I, i hate to get political on it because I made a statement. Not you. Other, Come on. Yeah. But I made a statement the other day because people kept calling me a Republican. And I was like, I'm not. I'm like, I'm dead in the middle. I'm pro gay marriage. I'm, I'm pro weed, legalized drugs. I hate government, ban the IRS. Like, I want all that shit. I hate the Bible thumpers. Like, Michelle you know, Obama's a dick. I'm right. Michelle Obama's a car. I bounce right all over. Right, right in the middle. Right in the middle of right I believe abortion is murder, and I also believe that it should be legal. Like, you know, right. so I'm, I'm dead in the middle of everything. I, agree. I don't even believe murder is murder. I, I believe murder should be legal. Like, yes. we should be not, you shouldn't be able to murder someone on the street, but. No, you know, but if they deserve someone, it, they should get murdered. 
Right. Like, you should kill him. You know, if someone rapes a child, you should kill him. Like, just yeah. fucking wipe him out of the gene pool. Like, just get him out. We don't need If to somebody be- claims to be a DFS NHL analyst and obviously isn't, I mean, you should be able to murder them. Right? Be able to murder them. Exactly. That's what it is. If someone runs a box pool and fucking doesn't pay, you should be able to murder them. <laughs> don't get me started. Don't get me started. Two weeks ago, we've all talked about this already. You got to hear what I have touch on it. We'll touch on it. We'll touch on it. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. T- we're not, I'm not gonna let you go 25 minutes on it. But I, I'll let, let you. I'll let, let you get some venom out about this. This dude, that Cleveland God guy, or whatever. And everyone's all oh, don't say his name. Fuck him. You guys, you have to know something about the situation. And I, Tommy, and I, ha- always hold each other accountable. We give each other tons of shit. We, we get fights at least it, once it, a week. Over it happens all yeah. the time. I love when Tommy gets shit. It's so much fun. And he loves it when I get shit. It's fun. We we go on the other side. It's just fun. This was the most bullshit I've ever seen ever with somebody going at you for something. Like like the the politics, Obama having a dick, like all that. I'm like, yeah, I get my popcorn. Dude, Tommy, Tommy Pucks was a joke. The entire time. Tommy did a, a, a thing where he proved he can take our NHL, daily NHL analyst information, com- just three seconds. Let me, let me start it. Yeah, let me, let me go back. Turn it around Wait. and win. And you did it. And it was, so, it was fun. It was entertaining. It was lighthearted. All that stuff. And it happened two years ago. It, it started even before that. It actually started, for those that don't know, Tommy Pucks was my moniker, you know, on Nostra Thomas, Tommy Pucks, fucking, I, I make a name up for whatever the fuck I'm doing, right? So yes. it started on Sirius Radio, Jeff, when I was with Dr. Roto on a midnight show on Sunday, like four, three years ago, and a caller called in and was bitching that we never talked hockey. So I was like, well, I don't fucking know anything about hockey. Like, I mean, I, I watch hockey on occasion, but I don't, I don't know what fucking, I don't know who the players are. So on a fucking joke, I entered a $1,000 qualifier on DraftKings, on air, and built a hockey lineup on air. And I won the qualifier, right? And then it just be- – it was probably a- the worst lineup. It was just a weird day where I just stacked the highest total and it worked out. And then I started touting myself as the greatest hockey guy in the world. But it was a joke. Like, it and was everybody a joke. knew it. It wasn't everyone knew it was a joke, right? So then everyone knew. I didn't play again till the live final. And then I finished, like, seventh in the live final, right? So it was, it was really funny. And then I started to think, like, hey, you know, maybe there's a little edge to this. Maybe this seems like there's a lot of game theory. So I started touting Tommy Pucks, and I, time after time, I used Nick Rodriguez and Kenneth Lee's content from our site, and whenever I would win, I would tag them in it. And this kid's trying to act like two years ago, Tommy was a fraud, telling everyone he was a hockey analyst. We used to play games on the radio, Jeff, me and you. Yeah. What was it? Uh, what was it? A dictator or hockey player? Yes, Russian dictator or hockey player. Right, and you would say a name, and I had to guess whether it was a dictator or a hockey player because we didn't even we, like. So fuck these. This whole fraud culture that's going on right now. Yeah, you have the Seth Yates of the world, which oh. uh, ran three Super Bowl box pools for, and everyone's like, it was only ten dollars a box. I don't care if it was eight cents a box. He had he had three thousand dollars of people's money, and then just fucking poof disappears off the map with 14,000 followers. And my favorite part of it, Jeff, I don't know if you caught this. So while everyone's looking for him, he's gone. He's just gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Len, you you went on a great rant about it and people should go listen to the Sirius XM show from yesterday on demand. The first hour, Uh, you can go right on the app and listen to it. You'll hear Jeff go on a huge long rant about both these clowns we're talking about. 
um, said it way better than I could say it. So, but the funniest thing about it is Jeff, no one's heard from him for two weeks. Everyone all of a sudden doesn't know who he is, where he lives, nothing about him. And then he shows up in a NASCAR tournament on Sunday with fucking 13 lineups in a NASCAR tournament. So it's just basically spitting right in everyone's face. Like not only did I disappear, not only am I gone, but I'm actually playing DFS with your money. (laughs) It, It is. And that is my problem. It has been my problem for years. And Tommy remembers, was on the radio when I was, I was doing the midnight show back, you know, five, six years ago, whatever it was, where I called out DFS industry and everyone got so mad at me and they still hold a grudge. People still don't accept me and respect me. And it's fine. It's, I'm always at odds with the DFS industry because I, I just, I hate fakeness. And, you know, one thing, you know, again, I, I hate, I, I'm not going to kiss your ass anymore, but man, but like the, what drove me here and to work with Tommy and stuff is like, I, you call, oh, Tommy's crazy and he's wild and he's fucking out of his mind. But it's real. He's a real person. There's real thoughts. It's mm-hmm. all what you really believe. It's not a, a, a cartoon character that you've created. You know right. what I mean? You don't live Tommy Puck's life. You live Tommy G life. Right? The big fucking difference. And the thing with DFS Twitter is everybody's created monikers, Fake characters, fake avatars, and, fake names, fake exactly. everything. Remember fake the bird wings? And bird wings turned out to be a great guy. And my example is yeah. terrible. But I still was like, "What's a bird wings? Right. Like, why? Why is? How does somebody trust a guy named Bird Wings? Like, what is that? And the guy is a really great guy, by the way. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a good kid. But it's a moniker. You don't know anything. And what I say is like, I'm Jeff Manns. That's a real name, right? I tell people about you know areas I live and where I'm at. I'm in the chat and I'm in there and everyone hears my voice. These guys that become popular on Twitter or any social media, it's Instagram nowadays, it's Facebook back in the day. They, they just create like a little bit of a following and that's fine if you're just interacting and talking shop or whatever. But what they're doing now is they're conducting business and they're doing transactions and they're asking for money through PayPal and DMs and they send you here. But there's no website. There's no infrastructure. Right. There's no accountability. There, there's no return policy. There's nothing. You will never get to them. They can do anything to you. Hey, I'm going to give you the winners. Oh, I'm giving you shit. And there's nothing you can do because transaction's final. And that's what happened with Seth Yates. And the thing is, Seth Yates, is such, he's a well-known guy that was part of a one of the biggest companies in daily fantasy sport and all this stuff and everybody. And I remember Seth Yates talking so much shit to Tommy talking shit about me and it's fine. You know, no, I do not hold anything personal against Seth with that. It's fine. Agree to disagree. But he, he, and now you're conducting business on Twitter, taking money and then fleeing and everybody looks like, Oh yeah, whatever. That just happened. What do you mean? It just happened. You're all buddies. You're all pals. You're all co-conspirators. You're co-workers. Like if, if fucking Kenneth Lee or Ryan Clifford runs away with some, somehow gets somebody, uh, one of our subscribers to send money to them, which obviously they wouldn't. But if they did, I'd go to their fucking we'd be, house. We'd be hunting. We'd have Mad Lab at their door. Yeah. Exactly. Like, we'd, be, we'd be hunting them down. We would find them. Or we would go and, you know, try and figure out a way to front the money or like we'd do whatever. Defer, we'd send right. the money first and right. then we'd go find them right. and, and we'd put it on Periscope. Like this is or a, a story yeah. on Instagram. Like, like it's how? Just, and it's like, well, yeah, he just ran away. Nobody, oh, we don't know where he is. We don't know where he is because he didn't tweet. He's a live body. Right. He's got his full name on the fucking site. Like no one can find he's, him. He's this guy. <laughs> And this worked for three different companies. You don't have his address somewhere. And then it's the thing, the guy who called Tommy out, 
I know for a fact was has been a subscriber to us. Oh for, yeah, he was in our MLB me, chat. I last football season, he was he was in the chats on Saturday. He for a job. And yeah, and then he goes, and now I see on his Twitter he has like, hey, send me a DM. Then he then I did. He sends you a link to another Twitter account, which I did. And then he sends that link every day to a Periscope, which he follows. And he takes money. You have to send money, though, each step. Why are people sending you money? Why are you people doing this thing? You're enabling yourselves to get ripped off. Don't do it. These are all fake accounts. No, JC Penney's doesn't say, hey, go to back alley. All right, now get on this fucking tugboat. All right, now get on a, uh, in this helicopter. Yeah. Now go to the top of this mountaintop and give me all the cash in your pocket. No, they said go to the register and check out. That's a real site. That's a reputable company. Don't do business like that. You wouldn't buy a pair of gym shoes like this shit. You know, you go through Amazon, send it directly to my front door. And, and the other thing is stop making bets with people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like I did it. I went through it. Because for me, it's yeah. like if me and you or me and somebody who I know plays DFS and plays a lot of money, the thing a lot of people don't understand is most of these DFS guys run around acting like they're fucking they're, – they don't even change their shirts. Like they don't pick yeah. up a tab. They don't fucking have – they have three shirts in their closet. They, they wear a fucking FanDuel shirt. They lose it all and blow it all or don't spend it all. Or they're, or they're like these crazy tight people who don't give a penny away, you know? So they'll fuck you for a dollar, even if they're in $1,000 games. And I started to realize, and I won't name names because a couple of these people, um, you know, I, I don't hate as people. I just don't communicate with them anymore because of some bullshit where I got fucked over $50. kids would just delete their Twitter account. We'd make a bet for a hundred dollars in a DM. And then the next day they'd shut Twitter, like their Twitter handle would be gone, you know? And for me, it's like, fucking, I'd I'd rather pay a hundred dollars to know you're a piece of shit. You know, like I don't even care about it, but I just stopped taking bets. And that's what gets annoying when I post these, you know, free bets and freebies and shit like this, or I make bold predictions. Everyone's out there going, Tommy, I'll bet you. And I feel bad, but it's like, unfortunately I can't trust any of you. Because two of these kids owed me five hundred dollars, I'd met four times. Like I knew them. Like this wasn't like a random avatar on Twitter. Like these are people I saw at live finals who fucked me over and stole money from me. So yeah, I would just be real careful with that, guys. Don't make bets on Twitter. Don't make bets with people you don't know. And if you do, make sure it's it's secured somewhere first, um, so it's not just floating out there in trust. Because I've been fucked over way too many times, and everyone does this fraud culture, Jeff is a problem. Uh, one, we have this Jesse Smollett shit that's going on right now. Yes. Um, you know, which is insane. I had no idea, by the way. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, you're on yeah. vacation. You're not fucking keeping up with fucking... I know, I know Alliance of American Football, if that helps anybody. Yes, that, that you're more locked in than anyone. Like, I know, what did you say? Arizona and Orlando. I heard that on your show. Yes. I that's in on Arizona. Um, so, this fraud culture, it's, there's two problems with it. One, we have all the frauds that are out there on Twitter. And then the other side of it is you have everyone trying to call legit people frauds. It's like everyone's either a fraud or trying to pin someone as a fraud. I get called a fraud probably 12 times a week. And what do and I that's do? That's just by family. Nah, that's not even Twitter. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like no matter what I do, no matter what I do, and I'm sure you know the same thing, Jeff, because you get it during DFS season when you're posting you know, plays and articles and cash games. Like – just I'm always a fraud. I we're the most transparent people in the fucking world. I post screenshots of everything I do. I've post screenshots of all the bets I make. I make every bet I put in the article. 
I posted the other day, Jeff, I went on my bookie right at halftime of the Penn State game. I don't know if you saw this and uh, you were on vacation, but I posted a free bet to the world when I have a paid gambling service that people subscribe to. So you figure people will be like, oh, who gives a fuck what it is? Like, at least it's giving us free play. We appreciate it. I post Penn State live line minus two and a half on mybookie.com right now. Line looks ridiculous. Hit it. Right? Well, it was up there for three minutes. I posted it out to 40,000 people, so obviously lines move. But every other book in America, I guess, had it at four. And my bookie had it at two and a half. It, whether it was a mistake or they just did adjusted quicker, whatever it was, bro, my timeline turned into fucking Auschwitz. Like, it was just chaos. I was like, what, the, you piece of shit? It's minus four. You're saying two and a half. You're lying. You're a scam artist. I'm like, it's oh. a free bet. Right. Like, what about, you think I'm going to risk my brain? You're going to put the bet in. You're about to see it in a second. Why would I lie on this if I don't have it? And, and then finally, luckily, all our subscribers started posting screenshots of them getting it at two and a half on my bookie. But it's like, it doesn't matter. I had someone accuse me the other day, Jeff, Penn State again. They covered a 12-point spread, and there was people in a group chat going, well, Tommy fucking, his article's wrong. He fucking added Penn State late. That was never in the original article. And they showed two screenshots of the two articles. Nyko sends it to me. I'm like, it's right there. I'm like, I moved it because I originally listed it at 6 o'clock. So it was down low, and it was really at 2 o'clock. So I moved it higher. Like, I just moved the bet. It's right there. But they just run at the first sign of, he's trying to fuck us. And yeah. it's like, or when we'll make a mistake on like a unit because I'm drunk grading something. And it's like half a unit off the total. Like, people are fucking crazy. The same, and dude, the, the problem is, it's the same people. It's, it's the, the same people. people. And people believe them. Three different DMs of getting that helicopter to hand over all their cash to somebody are the same people that you and I have been here for a decade plus doing this shit and we're accountable and we're there every single day in front of these people and speak to them. They're the same. They think that they're equaling us out. It's like, what are you? No, we're not. We're not. We, there's nowhere for us to hide. Do you understand? Believe me, I would actually quite love it. I couldn't hide in Hawaii. I wouldn't. I got counted. I was one and three in my AF bets this week, and it's like after going three or four and two, and I'm like son of a bitch, and I'm getting hammered for that. I'm like, Jeff, I lost like a fucking hundred thousand units last night, like on Zion, which I'll talk about in a second. Like, I had my worst gambling day in two years last night, and I got tweets this morning. Saying, oh, funny, when Tommy loses, we don't hear from him. He disappears. I'm like, did you see my timeline? Like, I literally put my last tweet before I went on a 17-hour hiatus for my own mental health because I didn't want to. I sat there and took the firing squad for about 40 minutes. And then I was like, all right, I'm done with that. I can't can't sit here and just get negative all day and get blasted. My last fucking tweet was, so I've been bragging about eight weeks how much money I've been winning people on Twitter how my account shouldn't be free. Well, Today, I lost people more money on a free account than anyone in Twitter history. So, sorry, I'm an idiot. Like, who does that? Who got, like, I'm, I'm saying, sorry. You know, I'm making jokes about wanting to start an AAF box pool so I can fucking pay my rent. You know, like, pay by me directly. Like, I, I just, I don't get why everyone hates everyone so much. Right. Well, I think they hate the people that they actually are. And my favorite quote ever, uh, winners focus on winning, losers focus on winners. But, I mean, that is today's society. What do you think of the Zion situation? For those that missed it, um, I had my whole entire life savings on Duke last night. I thought it was, a, was just a trap line. I thought Duke was going to beat him by 20. 
33 seconds into the game, Zion Williamson blows out a sneaker. Like, literally worst-case scenario for Nike. Biggest game of the year. Cheapest ticket was 2500 bucks. Tickets were going as high as 20000 These were Super Bowl prices for this game. Zion Williamson, biggest player in the nation, most marketable, wearing Nike, blows his fucking knee out. Uh, obviously, it's like a sprain or whatever. But his shoe imploded on the fucking court. Like, just his shoe just fell apart. I've never, have you ever seen that in your life? No. I've, I've never I've seen that in my life. Of it. No, not that it I just can remember. imploded. Like, his shoe just popped open. And these guys probably have, like, a new pair of shoes for every game, right? Like, you know, they're, they're probably rotating their shoes in once they break them in a little bit. Um, so his shoe imploded, blew his knee, you know, left the game, and fucking I just got dragged. And I'm getting dragged because it's a bad bet. Like, you can't judge a bet when the best player in the world blows Fine. his fucking leg out in the first. But I'm like, here we go. So I tagged old takes exposed. And, uh, and you know, so I had, a, I had a real bad night on that. Well, but even they just, said, they're like, dude. It's he not even said, I can't. He's like, I can't dude, do I got, this. That's not even fair. Love yeah. the shit on you. But they, they take old, you know, bad takes. That wasn't a bad take. It's just you got screwed. And yeah. that's the thing. People have to understand that. And it's process over results. Like, you're going to get in this situation that there's some bad plays, and Tommy has some terrible takes. Oh, yeah. I have terrible I takes. I have some on. bad plays, too. I'll say it but, in the chat halfway through the game. All of a sudden, you know, but the good plays that don't work out is just a loss. Sometimes you just get beat. Like, there's nothing you can do. There's times uh, – dude, here's a quick story. Is My son plays basketball. Guys, he's enamored, eight years old, plays basketball. He played against Dustin Pedroia's kid and, and their team um, last week or two weeks ago, right? And it's, ironically enough, Dustin Pedroia's kid is the tallest kid on the team. And this kid, they ha- and it turns out I talked to Dustin for a while, and he, they have an indoor hoop. He's a personal coach, right? and he's eight, eight years old. This kid is like Zion. Like, like it's ridiculous how good he is. And my, my kid got clobbered, and he was so pissed off after the game. I go, what are you mad about? You're not going to beat that kid. There, you're just, mm-hmm. There's sometimes there's nothing you can do. You go out right. and compete the hardest you can do. And you lose. It's okay. It, you weren't wrong to get on the court to start with. You still got to play it out but, and try. But, I mean, sometimes you're going to get beat. So, you know, stuff like that, you know, it, you, I mean, a shoe got obliterated and the guy sprained his knee. He's obviously the most important guy in college basketball. Yeah, not even in that game. In all of college basketball. And what people don't realize is I truly believe that if Zion didn't play – going into that game like if they knew three days before that Zion was out and were able to like have a practice without him and mentally prepare for all right you got to step up and all that and the crowd was ready for it I still think Duke would have won that game I think what happened was him going out 33 seconds in shut the crowd down yeah these people paid ten thousand dollars for seats to see Zion Williamson play so it killed the crowd killed the momentum deflated the team and they just never got out of it because they're not as bad as they played Dude. For the rest of that game, I, I they started it, chucking, and that, yeah, dude, they just started fucking chucking. That's all they did, yeah. and they shot terrible from outside. It, it was just, and they weren't even shooting like regulation threes. They're shoot, they're pulling. Nah, I would say it was fucking crazy. thirty feet. Like, it was. I, I it was like, it. what are you doing? They they didn't run an offense, and that that's more of a problem and preparation, which you don't see from a Duke team that often. But they were and, not prepared to win without Zion yesterday. No, no and I'll, I'll tell you this: all their shots, which. I'll tell you this right now. I'm betting on Duke next game. I'm betting on Duke Saturday for sure. Uh, Let me just say, I don't even know what the line is or what it is, but I'm definitely betting on Duke Saturday against Syracuse because I think you're going to see a line 
and a lot of public money going against Duke, seeing, you know, overreacting to it. And I think they're going to come out and play well. And you're going to be like, well, if they would have done that, they might have beat North Carolina. But um, college basketball is, is my favorite. I love it. There's so much game theory to all of it. But the question here is, Jeff, is should he play again this year? Because that seems to be the big topic on, on media all day. You know, Zion Williamson should shut it down for the year. And I have multiple opinions on it, but I want to get yours first. Multiple opinions. Um, yeah, I don't know where I sit. God, you know, I'm always of the mind, you go play. Like, I, right. I don't know if it's right. just being, being an old fuck or what, but, you know, you play it out. You, you, you made the commitment to the team and the school for the day. And plus, it, you know, I don't like – we can I could lump this into the Antonio Brown Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon Bell ballooned up to two like you gotta do your craft it's like us man you and I don't do like there are times you'll go a week without doing a podcast you're rusty it's like ah you're just rusty and your intros aren't as sharp it's like it's like athletics is like that you gotta be as sharp as possible I don't like players especially young players sitting out long periods of time so taking the rest of the year off I get it I protect the investment. I get it from their standpoint for sure. But I do think that they stand to lose a lot by not playing. So I would rather have them play and go for it and learn their craft and hone it more than sit out. Yeah, Boogie Cousins came out today and was like, college is stupid. No one should fucking play. It's like, you know, basically saying it's a fucking scam. I mean, pros. Listen, I, these kids should get paid. You can make that – like, they should get paid, in my opinion, or should at least be able to make money off endorsements. They do get paid. Right. Well, I mean, they do. They get scholarships, and they get $1,000 a no, month. No, I'm talking about pussy. Oh, like, yeah. That's, 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 why, that's your currency in college. Right? And realistically, I mean, what's the point of money? It's all to yes. get pussy. So you're exactly. just the middleman, right? Like. Yeah, that's what, that's the thing people never talk about with college athletes. <laughs> they're paid in pussy. That's they they're do whatever they can have anything they want. Right. They're the kings of the world. That's the one time in your life you're ever going to be like that. Even yeah, when right. the pros, you have other pro athletes around you. It's a lot more competitive than when you're Zion Williamson versus you know, at Duke versus you know Charlie Charlie you know Wilson, who's you know a uh, you know a, a math major. At right. Duke. Like. Zion's going to get all of it. He's not right. going to get exactly. it at all. Exactly. And the, thing, the funny thing about it is I forget where I saw it. I'd like to give credit for the person that said it. Um, I don't know if it was on a broadcast or if it was on Twitter. But uh, someone was talking about college athletes not getting paid, right? And they're like, when you really think about it, the college student that hit the half-court shot at the Kentucky game made $10,000, oh, yeah. and not yeah. a single player on Kentucky made a dollar. He made more. Yeah. Like, he made more than every player in the history of Kentucky I like um, that. that we know of. So that was pretty funny. But um, Nike shares were down two percent today. Did you see that? No, really. Yeah, the market was the market was only down. I, I haven't checked it uh, at the close, but I know uh, when I woke up from my hangover, the yeah. market was down like only point two percent, and Nike was down almost you know seven times that, like point and a half percent. So uh, interesting to see there what this does. I think it'll just be a quick little wave. But do you think these players should one be able to go straight to the pros, and do you think they should get paid? Um, I do, n- <laughs> I do not think they should be paid, and I know I'm, I know I'm the min- minority there because I really do. I, I don't care. You know, education is what it is. You, it is valuable if you want to use it. Most of these kids don't, but They're I do. I joke, but I'm serious about. There is something about being big man on campus. Oh yeah, do whatever you want. So that's an experience you'll never have either. Yeah. So 
I'm not really I don't like the fact the NCAA gets all the you know all this money and they make money off the kids and stuff. I don't mind paying them. But once you start paying them, like here's the thing, is a thousand dollars a month enough? Well, or should no, would Zion right. make more than, you know, the backup like now now we got I that. think they should be able to get endorse the endorsement money though, right? Like if Nike yeah, wants to fucking would... sponsor Zion and sign him to a contract now yeah. and give him a big chunk a of money, point. like why the fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't think they should get paid. Yeah, but I think they should be allowed to capitalize on their brand. You know, yeah. I, I maybe even go Good as point. far as to say, like, you know, they get one percent of jersey sales or something. Right. Like, I mean, that's yeah. their name, that's their brand. So I don't. I think, think it should be. Yeah, I I like this idea. So I I think like the shoe deal, the jersey deal, putting a swoosh on or whatever. I think whatever the university can make from that goes into a pool and equally divide amongst the players. Yeah. Why not? I, I agree with that. That's fine. Or you have, I mean, realistically, um, Zion should be able to do commercials and get paid for commercials. You know, like that, that stuff that you, you can't, that's what I disagree with. And I think if they right. did that, cause I'm such a college sports junkie. I think if they did that, the players would stay longer. You know, like if you knew you were getting, cause there's nothing better than college. Like, listen, you can talk about the pros all you want. There's no better experience in life than being big man on campus. Like you said. Like yeah. that's the God moment of everyone's sure. life. So I think they should experience at least a couple of years of that, you know, and not leave after I'm the first year. I just don't like the idea that, I mean, I, I think you don't just straight up pay. Right. And no, but the endorsements. I don't like sorry. different players. I don't like it, Jeff. If a math major mm-hmm. at Duke ended up getting a fucking endorsement deal from some fucking math company and right. they wanted him to be a spokesperson for right. them, he'd be allowed to get paid. Well, not only that, the school isn't going to stop that, right? If that math kid is a genius and he goes to get paid for a speaking event at some other university or high school, like he's allowed to do that, but Zion isn't allowed to cash before in. Before all you guys hit me up, at Jeff underscore Mans, by the way, before you hit me up and say, yeah, but the university makes tons of money, I'm not in favor of the university making all that money either. So don't, don't hit me there because that – I would rather have the players make the money than the university, especially when it comes to their – individual likeness absolutely mm-hmm. i think college is overrated i think college is overpriced mm-hmm. i'm not in favor college of stupid whatsoever, but i also think that it, it creates a situation in which you know i, I want I, I want the ability like duke batman's basketball like it's not just zion williamson it is an entire team right. and even the play the players that are on the edge of the bunch and, and they're learning their roles and whatever maybe they'll never get to the next level but if they're on that team, they deserve to be compensated equally to what the big man is. They're not and based on pussy and grades and classes and amount of attention and all that. But you can't pay like the star of a college. You can't pay stars tons of money. Well, I so think that's like, where you're right. You, you run into a situation there, right? Like, you know, where then it clouds the game. So I, I agree with that. I don't think they should get paid. I, I don't think they should. But and, and everyone's like, oh, it's bullshit. This is fucking slavery. This is that. No, it isn't. No. They, they don't have to go to college. Zion Williamson didn't have to go play at Duke. He could have gone and played in China for a year. He could have gone and played in Europe for a year and got paid as a professional athlete overseas. And he Absolutely. still would have gone as the first pick overall in the draft. Like, this was his choice. Yeah. So when people say, should Zion Williamson come back? 1,000% yes. It is actually fucking idiotic. For him not to, it's his choice. But you knew the risks 
of stepping on that court from day one. Why would you not come back because your shoe blew out and you sprained your knee? What, at that moment you realized, wow, I could get hurt, and you didn't realize it the first 20 games? So if you went into the season and you committed to your teammates to be there for them, a lot of other people who are never going to play in the pros, and this is the, the, that 12th guy on the bench, this is going to be the, his whole life, and this is your brother in the locker room, and this is your family. Once you stepped on that court day one, you have a responsibility to finish that season off. If you are a Duke, if you, have, if you are the number one team in America and you can win a national championship. If he's playing on South Florida, I'd have played fucking 10 games and shut it down. You know, like go show everyone what I got and then fucking shut it down and keep it moving. That's fine. But if you have a shot at a national championship and life-changing opportunity for everyone on that team, and you also, like your legacy, like people still talk about fucking Christian Leitner, even though he fucking didn't do that much in the pros, right? Like you have an opportunity to do something and be a part of something that no one else really does. Like what? Like 15 people a year get to experience that. So I think he should come back once his knee is fine. And I think he should go and try and win the national championship because – Trust me, if he ends up having a Charles Barkley career, Jeff, where he goes through the whole fucking – his whole NBA career and is a great player but never won a championship, he's going to wish he fucking had that national championship from Duke to at least fucking have that moment that he never got in the pros. Why do you think Carmelo Anthony still finds work? Yep. Well, I mean, they're, they're, all they look at What he did in Syracuse single-handedly, right? It's the only thing. When he got traded from the Nuggets, they got better. He got traded from the Knicks, they got better. Everywhere he goes, they, everywhere he leaves, I'm sorry, they get better. better. It's that he was a college national champion. He keeps getting work. So, yeah, that's, the, that's why you that keep – legacy, it. man. Just like, uh, you know, you, you go to – you win a Super Bowl. If you right. win a Super Dude. Bowl as a quarterback, you're always employed. You'll be how employed much, 45. Joe how, Flacco. How much less, realistically – is a national championship from an NBA championship. Like, it's almost exactly as prestigious, right? Like, it's, it's pretty damn close. It's not like you're talking about winning the district in high school or winning the Super Bowl. Like, it's pretty fucking close. If you walk in someone's house and they got a national championship trophy and a piece of the net, you're in awe. Like, holy shit, dude, you won a national championship with Duke in 2019? Like, that's a big fucking deal. You know, this isn't a little, this isn't like you were all county and fucking softball. Like, you know, that's a big fucking deal. So, yeah, he should do it. Um, it's interesting. I was trying to think, what do you think? Who's won more colleges have won a men's basketball national championship in the last 20 years or NBA teams won a championship? Well, I mean, over the last five years, it's definitely college, you know, because of the Warriors, but. Um, I think it depends Even on that. Villanova's won a couple, right? They yeah, Vill- yeah, but it's kind of rare though. You don't see it as often in college, um, right? I that's would, what I mean. But I mean, there's yeah, been a lot they of rotate people. a lot more because it's so tough. The tournament's yeah. so tough. You got 64 teams. You got to win fucking you know five, six different t- six different games. You know, you can't lose one. You know, like, wow. it's actually it's a bigger accomplishment in my mind to win the national championship than the NBA championship. Carmelo Anthony work. in 2003. You've got UConn, North Carolina, Florida's won a couple, Kansas. Uh, in North Carolina, multiple Dukes won multiple. Louisville snuck in there. Kentucky's only won one, and then Villanova's won a pair. It's, I mean, people is, will be surprised. It's kind of similar, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I'm surprised how many repeats there are, and because yeah. NBA, you know, that's my long-standing argument against them. It's like everybody goes to the same place. And they cycles, right? Like for these four it's years, awesome. it's this team that's always in, and then this team that's always in. 
I love to see that the NBA ratings are dropping. That's making me so happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, if you think about like a team like Duke, like, I don't know. Do you have the list in front of you? Yeah. You look at it? Like Duke's probably only won it, what, like three times since like the mid nineties? Three times since 2000. I think they won it in 2015, 10, and then 2000, right? Yes. 2001. Yeah. 2001. Right. So, I mean, you're talking about fucking, like that's fucking Duke. Right. You know, like they've only won it three times in the last 50. So it's a big deal. You know, like winning a national title for Duke. This doesn't happen every year. Like, he's got, I think he's got to play. I think he's got to play. But anyway, um, you know what also is weird, Jeff? And then I want to get to a weird question for you. But Uh-oh. did you know on the FanDuel and DraftKings Sportsbook, you can't bet on Rutgers and New Jersey teams? Oh, interesting. Um, I did not know that, no. It makes no sense to me because you can Whoa. bet on the Jets and the Giants. Oh, yeah. The pros who, who a lot of people may not know play in New Jersey literally seven inches from the sports book. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> you literally walk to the FanDuel sports book after the Giants game. Like, you walk to it. So, it's like, how can I not bet on Rutgers, which is an hour away from the sports book, but I can bet on the fucking Giants, which I can throw a baseball to the sports book. I, I, just, I just don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to – that goes back to the paying athletes, college athletes. Yeah, I, I, I mean – I, they yeah. think, oh, they're gonna they're gonna be tempted to go and uh, you know bet on the games or bet against the games and tank and all. But that I could bet on Syracuse, which is yeah. in New York, like which is in New York, right there. Like what? Like, you can only bet like literally. There's places like I could bet on uh, LIU, like Long Island yeah. University, which yeah. is probably closer to the sports book than Princeton. It's definitely closer to the sports book. Princeton just happens to be in New Jersey, right? right but right. it's fucking at the totally. bottom of New Jersey. Like, yeah. LA, Long Island is closer. Manhattan is closer. I could bet on these teams that are closer. Dude, is there anything sports. dumber than state lines, by the way? No. It's the, that, that, dude, they're, I, they're so random. They're so fucking dumb. It's like, it, someone drew a line fucking a thousand years ago and all of it, 200 years ago, and now all of a sudden it's like, people tell me I'm not from New York, right? Good and point. people from Long Island tell me I'm not from New York. Right? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, why am I not from New York? Like, yes, I'm from New Jersey. But where, where – I don't know if you've ever – you've been here, Jeff. Yeah, you've yes. been like Hoboken in these areas. Like, right? I'm a man I'm of the world, Tommy. Literally three miles from Manhattan. Like, literally three miles from Manhattan. I see it from my balcony. So it's like I'm three minutes from the Empire State – three miles from the Empire State Building. The New York Giants play on the street that I used to live on. I used to live off Meadowlands Parkway. Like, and people would tell me that I'm fucking like, – well, then the Giants aren't from New York. They play in my state. Like, it's like, I'm five minutes from there. You're an hour from there. Why? Because someone drew a line 200 years ago? You're yes. telling me I can't, can't claim New York when Do I could walk there? state lines? Like, why, do, why is there a giant panhandle in Florida and Oklahoma? Like, what is, why is there a big strip? Like, I don't, why is this like that? Why is, you know, Florida shaped like a dick? And then it's like in the Midwest, like the Northwest, Midwest. Yeah. It's well, like everything – they just gave up on designs. They just said, fuck it. Let's just make all well, these Well, no, squares. the West, they just did box squares. Missouri has this huge, weird cutout at the end. It's because there's like a certain farm that some farmer owned years right. ago. He bribed the politicians to extend his land into Missouri instead right. of Missouri. It's like, what the fuck? Like all these things, these are arbitrary things. It, that's a, it, it always amazes me that we are still governed – by these things that people just so did weird. because it was the best in, you know, 1780. So and we're weird. still, we're in there like, well, can't step foot on that because I'm the governor here. Like, wait, <laughs> land. what difference does it make? Like, I, literally, I've, 
like the DraftKings, how you can only play it in Jersey. We're in Manhattan, three miles yeah. away, and I can't play it. And it's like, what? There is a, does anyone realize how dumb this is? Like, that I'm literally three miles away. Like, I can literally drive to the George Washington Bridge and put my lineup in and then drive back. Like, it's, it's fucking, this shit is mine. But everything should be about proximity, right? The only thing I do like about states, and we don't even use it properly, if you're going to have states like we have and all this shit, which I'm fine with, you fucking have your states, whatever, then each state should have its own fucking government. Like, it should, like, you should be able to, like, murder in Missouri if they want. Like, like you know, you go to fucking uh, Nevada and acid is legal. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you can only be gay in this. Dude, you they have that. whatever the fuck you, like, it Dude, should, they have that. It's called Florida. Yes. <laughs> but if that, that's how this country should be. Rape, so that incest, we can take littering. Fucking hey, cars on the side of the road. <laughs> anything you want in Florida. But that's how, wouldn't this country be really great if, if it's like, hey, guess what? I want to do acid and fucking crack, and I want to fucking just drug the fuck out, shoot up heroin, and fucking be a psychopath, and fucking stab people. I'm going to go live in Nebraska. Like, that's, that's where those people go. They all go to Nebraska. If you're a fucking libtard and you want to fucking protest, you all go to California. If you're a Republican, you all go to here. Like, just separate it. All the racist and KKK people, send them down here. All the fucking free love people, send them on the other side of the fucking country. You know, put, like, start over and put right. all the fucking KKK racist, you know, homophobes and all that, stick them all in Florida, and then take everyone who's, you know, more progressive and pro you know, homosexuality and gay marriage and all that, and stick them on the other side of the fucking country up in fucking... So they're separated. Like, people... We need to go back to segregation, Jeff. Oh, jeez. Separate everyone. <laughs> Separate because, everyone. By the way, but listen, you're fundamentally wrong because if, if the, you're wearing a KKK mask, wouldn't it make more sense to put you in Minnesota or North Dakota, where it's colder? If you're going to wear the mask anyway... <laughs> Why do you get yeah, this? You don't want to be hot. Like, like, let, stick them the, in Alaska. There you go. Just stick them in Alaska. Yeah, stick them. Yeah, way out there. There you go. Get them way the fuck. Detach them from the fucking. Country. Or Hawaii on an island, and then you can just bomb the island. And drown. <laughs> That's what we need. Do. We need a purge. Do we need to just start killing people? Oh, I'm I'm 100 for the purge. 100. Right. I got a question for you, Jeff. I had a discussion the other day about oh, no. um, masturbation. Oh, okay. okay. I like. And that. The, the masturbation hierarchy. Okay. So the hierarchy for me is I, I'm not even going to give you mine because I want to know yours. Okay. When you jerk off, because we were, there was five of us at a bar with five different things that we jerk off into when we, like, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even believe it. Like, yeah. Like, so if you're jerking off, you're on your bed or on your couch, your wife's gone, the kids are gone and you're going to go rub one out. Yeah. What is your optimal cleanup choice? Like how, how are you doing this? Oh, it's shower. Yeah, you just rub it in the bathroom. shower. It's never like on furniture. Like no, I can't. I, I I'm not out in the open. It's like in a you know, in a bathroom or a cubby somewhere. I, I haven't jerked off in a shower in probably twelve years. Really? Yeah, I, I it was one. That's I mean, kind of you see. That's the glory that is you because you got your house wide open. No, well, that's the thing. I get fucking. I run around fucking anything. I, I like man, a three year old. I hear keys, I hear the garage door open. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 what no, am no. I gonna do? Waddle? With well, my what pants? happens if your family was in fucking Hawaii and you weren't? Like, would you still jerk off in the shower? No. What's your optimal? Like, if you, if you know you have the place to yourself, what's your optimal? Is it shower? Some people, it's one of the guys at the bar said shower. He's like, I, I don't like jerking off. See, that's so wild because, like, you got my brain wandering now because I don't know. I'm institutionalized. Right. Like, I you're don't know what it's like to be on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> your family's in Hawaii and you're not. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't have any idea. 
like a bathtub full of gravy? Like, I don't, yeah. know, where, <laughs> like, I don't know where I would be. Like, oh, I, I don't man, know, man, I'd, I'd be like, maybe I'd be like in an so, Arby's drive through Like, I don't know. <laughs> in my, steps at, of the White House. At the, you know, in, my, in my car near the local community college? I don't know. <laughs> right into a sloppy Joe I'm about to eat? Exactly. Uh, so I mine really, is... It would still be normal for me because I just don't know that luxury. My optimal would be nice, soft, fluffy towel, like a small, like hand towel, okay. and I would jerk off into that, right? So you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I just lay on my back, right. put the laptop on my fucking thighs, and crank it out, right? And then I come onto my own stomach and chest, but it is covered by a towel or paper towel. So paper towels, 95% of the time, probably for me, um, just because I don't really want to keep coming in all my towels and having to buy new towels. But yeah, optimal world, if I had an unlimited supply of fluffy towels, that's what I would use. But yeah, I, I, for me, it just, there's no other way to do it. Like you paper towel, you take yeah. two, two squares of paper towel, put it on your stomach, you come on it. It's a fucking easy cleanup. You fold it over, you rub the top of the dick, you crumple it up into a ball, and then you throw it out. Like, and, and you're done. I heard wow. people talking about socks. And tissues. Oh, yeah, dude. Tissues. Was- you're a serial killer if you jerk off into tissues. That's tissue. so weird. They Should fall apart. I, I, I end up my nose in a tissue. Yeah, they, they fucking, they end up fucking, when you wipe in the cum, they, they get stuck to yeah. the cum and oh, you got to get little pieces right. of tissue off your dick. You're a no. serial killer if you jerk off Yeah, into that's tissue. weird. That's too weird. I know people that do that. And my buddy, uh, Gordo, he, he invented, not invented, but it's the first I had ever heard of the sock thing until later on. Like he's I've used the sock in a desperate time. I've never done that. Add a toilet paper, add, add a paper towels. Dude, I know. I like my, like, my socks are important to me. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, listen, you know, jerk off is more important than your socks. I promise you. Point. So, like, if I have no paper towels and I really don't want to bury a towel, then, you know, it's, you know. Now I'm starting to think of all the places, like, what I would do in an optimal setting. Like, I the, don't even know. The unanimous well, choice was the three way scene in Wild Things um, would be on the projection screen. Yeah, and, and it would be yeah. I don't know. Like, do you have your you have your go to porn that you watch? Like, or no. do you mix it up? Do you constantly need? Dude, I have no. That's the thing. It's like I don't have time. I don't. I could never keep that around the house. Like, it, yeah, no. But I mean, like online, like on a computer, like you know, Chatterbait or fucking. Red no, uh, yeah, I think like those movie scenes, like the Wild Things. Yeah, you're just fucking you're uh, still doing it like a sixteen-year-old. That movie, that so you, you got to fucking time it so you got that eight seconds oh, when yeah. the fucking titty pops out. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And I'm an imagination guy too. Like I'm very creative in my head, so like I have like all kinds of scenarios. You know what I mean? Like uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm with Tiger Woods's ex-wife at a zoo. You know what I mean? Like I got a whole thing going on where I know you know, like I create this atmosphere, which <laughs> I'm Zion Williamson. <laughs> you, know? Dude, you ever jerk off to something and when you're done, you're just like, oh, you like hate yourself. Oh, you're like, oh, fucking. Every time. yeah. It's like, dude, what was I just doing? Like if anyone ever checks my search history, like fuck man. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, it's, yeah, it's bad. There's some fucking know. gag ball shit where you're just sitting there like, oh my God. Like right when you're on, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you finish, you're like, oh, that poor girl. The, 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 the only time so bad. first is like when you, you're searching and you want something honest, like, oh, you know, blowjob scene or something like that. And then you're like, there's all this weird it's, shit. Yeah, it's like, Ooh, what's this? Like, there's donkey show. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, is this show up in a browser? Is somebody like, no, 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 this is not what I want. I'm looking for Dude, this. You ever Can't have this? Can there be a clear path? 
you haven't had this happen to you because you're not on the porn sites as much as I am. Yeah. But uh, dude, the worst chatterbait. Chatterbait can get you because chatterbait. I don't know if you have ever been on there, Jeff. But, I um, honestly have never done. Yeah, so you go to chatterbait.com. It's just a bunch of live. It's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, thank God. Interested. Uh, a bunch of live webcam girls, right? So there's like a thousand of them. Like there's just like like twenty five year old girls in fucking Missouri and Russia just fingering themselves for free. And you don't even have to pay for it. You just fucking watch them and other people tip them for some reason. But, um, you know, there's just a million of them. So you got a whole like smorgasbord and it's live. Like it's really happening. Like you talk to them. So for some reason, like I get off a little bit more knowing that it's actually really happening right now. Right. And it's not some girl fucking in a movie like that. Interesting. You know, yeah. After it was it wasn't done. filmed in the night. Right. They didn't have four takes, you know, and shit like that. There's no music. But, uh, dude, every once in a while, Jeff, I, I had the worst timed one ever. Rubbing one out, fucking boom, just let it fly. I was drunk, fucking, fucking unleash the dragon. And right after I come, the girl stands up and it's a she-mail. Oh, no. Dude, like, this was the hottest girl on Chatterbait, right? Was it Michelle Obama? All you could see was her face and her tits, right? And she was playing with her tits and fucking shit. And I was like, all right. And I was like, yeah, this is going to finish me off. And uh, and then she stands up and this fucking hangs fucking like fucking <laughs> hanger uncircumcised fucking sloppy fucking tranny dick i was like oh no oh my God. I, 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 it shook me for like yeah it shook me for a few I days go i'm not gonna lie and i haven't been on chatterbait much since and i refuse to fucking go unless i've seen the whole girl I won't even start. Drinking. I thought for sure you were going to be like, yeah. And where I, when I was about to go, it was a the dude. alcoholic trying to get more subscribers. From <laughs> yeah. What's, like, up that's that, exactly what what's up with that? This fucking piece of shit. <laughs> he is such a, he's a grifter. He's like, he is. Yeah. Dude. If you guys haven't seen this, Rob, this fucking piece of human garbage, the alcohol at the alcoholic on Twitter has been so desperate to get to 10,000 followers. Like, so yeah. desperate. It's insane. It's all he talks about. That he actually did a Twitter giveaway from his personal account saying, retweet and follow me for an opportunity to win an Elite Mafia shirt. So he fucking cheated. Yeah. He got, like, fucking 400 retweets and all these new followers and got to 10,000. The fucking cheating fuck. What do you think what? about this? Uh, it was, it's total bullshit. I mean, it's paying for followers, right? Right. It's, 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 so we need to figure out a way, Jeff, to get people, I want to do a counter contest oh, to like get that. people to unfollow Rob. I've got hats and shirts. So yeah, I'm, all right. So we gotta we gotta do that. So keep your eye on me and Jeff's Twitter. Cash, We're gonna, let's cash. If, let's see if we can zero him out. I want yeah. Like, <laughs> like, zero him out. Can we'll give away like, we'll give away like twenty thousand dollars <laughs> if Rob gets into three digits. <laughs> Uh, we will so we'll say that we won't give the prize we won't do the drawing until rob gets under ten thousand. So we'll <laughs> to, to keep fucking all right, under <laughs> imagine we got him to like 87 followers <laughs> can you imagine he's got he went from ten thousand oh. to 340 <laughs> Mayo did that with Andrew Cusk one day. Andrew Cusk was uh, was close to a certain number, and he just hit it, and he was bragging. And Mayo fucking sent out a tweet to unfollow him, and he started having a panic attack on the show. Freak. Yeah, we're gonna do this to fucking Rob. We're gonna unfollow fucking Rob. Um, any, any I just quick, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> we should start by unfollowing him ourselves. Uh, any quick takes on any of the sports stuff that's been going on here? 
Uh, hey, by the way, do you know who sent the dicks to Rob? No. I'm – I – so – I saw this like the last day I was in Hawaii or whatever. And I'm like, and he's like, oh, thanks to anybody said it. And I'm like, fuck, why didn't I do that? Why didn't right. I think of that? I should and have so said I him back and he's still saying like, who did it? And I'm thinking, can I sneak in here and say I did it? But then I'm going to get caught like I didn't because I didn't. And then someone else will send him and else will really claim it. Exactly. I someone said it to me and I was like, no, I would have sent him fucking real pictures of my dick. Like, just yeah. to really fuck with him. Like, I want to send him candy. I know, right? I, I would have done something. Yeah, I It is great, candy. though. Like, it's almost like, you ever, have you seen American Vandal? Uh, who drew the no. dicks episode? So, you do. you have to watch American Vandal, Jeff. It's, it's so up your alley. Like, you will fucking cry. Is that Netflix or what? Yeah, American Vandal on Netflix. Watch it. You'll fucking cry, dude. It's so your humor. Um, it's basically like a spoof about this kid in high school. And they're trying to figure out who drew the dicks because someone fucking went and drew dicks all over the cars in the parking lot. And it's really funny because they're trying to make it serious, but it's like a, a mockumentary type thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's all about who drew the dicks. And the whole show is about figuring out who drew the dicks. And uh, so that's the thing with Rob. Rob's living a real life American vandal right now. Um, do you, well, we're going to get to sports in a second, but do you want to play his gay or not gay game? Yeah, sure. Oh, Rob, God, yeah, this is funny. Yeah, this is good. I was, I was in Twitter jail. I couldn't even contribute. I'm like, the first thing Rob's ever done that's actually funny and interesting. Actually incredible and nice. Yeah. Uh, let me just see here. Where is it? All right. So uh, for those of you who are offended by uh, the word gay, um, which seems to be everyone in America right now. Again, um, this has right. nothing to do with somebody's sexuality. I want to make sure that's clear. Yeah, nothing it's to just, do with it. It's, it's like we grew Rob, up. Rob posted and said, gay or not gay. So yeah, uh, beans. Bean, like that's the weirdest. Like, like, I, you know what? I want to respond to this, but I I love Rob, so I didn't. Like, just let us be funny. (laughs) Beans? What? Like beans? But you know what it is, though. I was telling someone. uh, I forget who I was talking to. Uh, Fuck, who was I talking to about this? I was telling someone. You you talked to three people. I talked to you, Rob, and Mad Lab. So it's. uh, I was telling someone. I'm like, Rob is so bad at Twitter. That he's actually good at it. it you know, like he's there so are moments of far terrible yeah. that he's actually good unintentionally. You know, like, yeah. but like uh, there's, there's some of these that are good. But who does a gay or not gay list and then starts with beans? Like that's the first one. You got to capture the audience, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> only uh, we're only like by the time start it gets, with like the Bachelor or like you know, yeah, you like know. something like Anal. wearing sun wearing sunglasses in your avatar. Right. Like those two things, like that's <laughs> but uh, which we both me and Rob do, by the way. Yes, I know um, that. Yeah, uh, beans. Um, not gay. I mean, that's I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I don't know how they can be, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what them up their ass. I don't know. Cats. Cats are pretty gay. Cats are gay. Cats are gay. Yeah, cats are gay. Are gay. I mean, and and it's okay. I feel like if you have a cat, you have to neutralize it with a dog. You know, if you want to keep your alpha card. Right. Like, you, you can have a cat if you have a dog and some kids. You're, you're a submissive if you have a cat. Right. right. Yeah. Like, I had a cat, um, but it's a long story that's going to be boring. But uh, the story is actually pretty dope on why. It was like a rescue because it was going to die and shit like that. So, like, But then I immediately gave it to my mom. <laughs> like two weeks later, I was like, fuck this thing. And I love it. It's just I'm not a fucking There's cat. like three ex-girlfriends so Tommy used to have that now live with his mom. Like, <laughs> my, my mom gets everything. Every time I get an animal... A fucking new thing. She's like, oh, that's going to end up with me. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, oh. I don't want this anymore. Here you go, Mom. Because it's uh, laundry. I mean, everything it's just goes usually to my court mom. mandated, too, by the way. Yeah. So. 
Um, reality TV. Um, it's probably gay. Like it, I like some of it too, and it's totally great. But I, I'd say it's probably gay. I mean, it's something that in, it strikes an itch. It's a very selfish itch inside of all of us. So I think it's gay. This is a tough one for me, Jeff, because I am a reality TV star. You are. We know this. Yeah, so I was the uh, the Jersey Shore slash The Bachelor before the Jersey Shore and Bachelor. Um, hosted by what, Chris uh, Hartwick. Chris Hartwick. Chris Hartwick. That's yeah. it. Chris Hartwick. Me and him, boys. Um, I ever tell you that I fucking was in a restaurant and actually ran into the guy who does all the bubbles and stuff on Shipmates, like no. coincidentally at this restaurant, Biagio's. How yeah. long after? Like fucking two months. <laughs> it just randomly was in there. And like someone was talking about it because it was still hot news in my town. Um, and someone said it and he's like, shipmates. He's like, I do all the art for them. I'm like, what? He's the guy who does like, you know, created by Tom, produced by Tom. Like he creates all that shit. My, my favorite part of what Tom He's like, saying, I love your show. Your show was the best, bro. You killed it. Does anybody, did anybody else catch that with Tommy? Tommy's like, he does all the art. Like that show hasn't been on in 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, it's still current. The conversation. It's, still, it's the on conversation. Wednesdays at nine in my apartment every day. The conversation. <laughs> it's still fucking like it's fresh. It's like he the, does all the art for it. Does all the art. like that. Still plays weekly in my house. I, watch, <laughs> I can recite it line for line. Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah, the, the conversation was 20 years ago or 15 yeah. years ago. <laughs> I should have prefaced with that. Should have led with that probably. Yeah. Um, so reality TV, I, it is. I watch it on occasion. I'm in The Bachelor right now. It's a train wreck. But yeah, it is. It definitely is. Candles. Candles are way gay. It's like ridiculous. Ah. Ridiculously gay. Over the I don't know. I have a scented candle. Why? Right. Because the bitches love it. It's true. It's you know my house always That's smells like a combination of fucking pussy and cum and right. fucking throw up and beer. So it's like you know you're bringing a lady over, you got fucking gonna get that fucking man stench out of there. So I think I think candles have their usage. I think you should have one candle lit at a time, and it should be scented, and it should be used for odorific we purposes. A, we need a qualification like. Gay or not gay? Is gay like gay should be anything you have to use to get laid, and you only use it to get laid? You know what I mean? I guess that it would have nothing to do with somebody's sexuality. Yeah, it's right. simply to get laid by care. whatever. I don't even care how you use it. Fucking, I don't. Care. I hate people. I don't give a fuck about people anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck about what people get offended by. Um, soap. Soap's not gay, dude. <laughs> Why is it on the list? I don't know. <laughs> like, Rob, don't like, use soap. There's a couple things with Rob that's like, dude, what is his place? Soap? Like? like, doesn't every human use soap? I hope. Oh, my I God. Really hope, I don't know. Those Carolina guys. And there. then he followed. Like, this is just Rob's mindset. He goes, soap. Like, that's yeah. like saying water. Like, or yeah. air. Like, or what do you good. mean? Like, toothpaste. Like, yes. yeah. You got to no, use no. it. Like, no, it's, it's, it's a necessity. It's not gay. I, uh, I got it, a better one. Let me, let me make a list for Rob. How about this yeah. one? Aftershave. No, but uh, completely unnecessary. Body spray. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yes. Shaving your arms. <laughs> yes. Right. I argue with Mad Lab about this all the time. Mad I'm like, bro, Mad Lab more. is so into like <laughs> quafting his body. <laughs> his body is a, is a fucking. But it, see, it only lasts about fucking uh, three minutes because his hair grows right back. He's the exactly. hairiest guy in the world. Yeah. Um, he doesn't even have anal on here. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I told him. I said, why, how does that you know I'm not good? But he has wet? conditioner. Conditioner? <laughs> conditioner. Like, the funniest thing is, here's his train of thought. Yeah. Like, he goes to soap, and normally, like, when you're thinking of things and making a list, Jeff, right? right. It would be, like, beans, right? If, if that's where you start, who <laughs> fucking yeah. knows why. But when you'd go from beans to another food, like, oh, a banana. Is eating right. a banana again. Like, you know, and, and, then, and then you'd go to a different reality TV. With or without the bachelor. Right. I, I just, I, <laughs> this whole thing. And you, you'd kind of like think in categories, right? So your lists usually tend to be, you know, his is, well, he goes soap, Anderson Cooper, conditioner. Okay. How do you go from soap so, over to Anderson Cooper, back to conditioner? Like, we, all know, we all know that Rob's not very smart, right? So right. This, this is, he was sitting on the toilet writing this list. <laughs> Because it's as he's looking around his bathroom. <laughs> he, he, has, he has bag of dicks, beans, like that's his whole thing. Medicine, bathroom, conditioner, bathroom, soap, candles, bathroom, bathroom. Like it's all Anderson Cooper, his search history on his phone. Like it's all just a bunch of. I just of- had to mute myself because I was laughing too hard. I started coughing. <laughs> yeah. It's all just stuff that was yeah, around his bathroom. Like I'm just wondering why Anderson Cooper's in his bathroom. Bathtub. Uh, uh, throw pillows. Medicine. Medicine. Or medicine. Carpet, towels. Is medicine gay, Jeff? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What? I put medicine in my ass. It's still not gay. Yeah. Uh, seriously, a suppository isn't even Yes. Yeah, uh, I don't like time effects. I'm bag of dicks. Bag of dicks is actually not bag gay. Not I think gay. that's straight. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that, that was a little little glimpse inside the, uh, the mind <laughs> of Rob. Uh, what do you think is Manny Machado to San Diego? Uh, love it. I love that. Me and Ray did the, uh, you had a, you had a good call on this Yeah, fantasy uh, baseball league podcast. People could check that out. If they're interested over at fantasyguru.com. five weeks ago, we did it. And it, it was the moment they said, Oh, Machado says there's a secret team. He hadn't even met with the secret team. And as soon as that was said, obviously it triggered in my mind last year, Eric Cosmer. I go, that's the Padres. Do the fucking Padres have a farm system that nobody's talking about. They're, Really, really good. They're ready to, to go for it. They signed Ian Kensler. They have a couple of veterans now on top of a loaded farm system. Like, this is the kind of move I could see them making. And sure as shit, and I told everybody, 120 to 1 at that time to, to, uh, to win the National League only, which is insane. I think it's down to, like, 60 to 1, 50 to 1 at this point. It's, it's still, still dude, it's still, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it's, going, it's, it's moving heavy. Wow. It's yeah, five to one on DraftKings, but it was what is it twenty five to one? That looks oh my cool. god! A lot of their that's to win the NL. That's not to win yeah. the the whole the thing. The World Series is probably hundred or eighty or something. Yeah, the World Series is uh, sixty maybe fifty to one. Yeah, okay, so. man. But again, that's DraftKings could be way off. But and and listen, when we're talking MLB futures, any future, like it's you always gotta stop thinking like oh they're two years away. Nobody's ever two years away. They're either this year. It's an Astros years away. They win. drives me nuts, right? Like, who are you to say that it's yeah. next year? Like, if it's you're that twenty twenty, it's always right. like two years down the road. If you're that close, now it's different to say a team is two years away if all of a sudden they got they a shit ton of cap moon that's about to blow up in a year or two. They got three bad contracts falling off in twenty twenty. You know, like the Jets have a hundred million dollars, you know, this year to spend in free agency. So. If you were a Jets fan, you could have been saying, you know, we're two years away a year and a half ago from making the playoffs, right? But to just say they're two years away because you think it's going to take their talent 
an extra year to develop? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, what are you talking about? You can't predict that. No. You're right. So, if they're two years away, they're when you think, whenever you think, here's a little tip for all the amateur gamblers out there, at least if you're doing futures, right? If you think they're two years away, bet them this year. Bet them now. Point blank. When, bet them this year. Don't wait. Right. Bet them now. Because right. the reason you think they're a year away is the exact reason that they could win right now. It's just like the Astros, everyone's like, oh, they're going to compete. Next thing you know, oh, young players developed a little sooner. And then they go out and attack the trade deadline and get Justin Verlander and a couple other pieces, and boom, they win the World Series. Yeah. I uh, just did it the year before that. I, 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 I hate the move for the Padres. I hate it. I hate it yeah. so much. You hate the long term. I hate the length of the move. Yeah. I hate the fact that they're not one player away, in my opinion. I think they're multiple players away, personally. But they're the, not bad, though. No, they're not bad. They're, they're not bad. They're, I kind of like they're, – They're fine, but to lock up a decade to this oh, human being? Yeah. No, motherfucker, he, no. He is, Dude, he does not. The only reason he's going to San Diego outside of the fact that they're crazy enough to give him this contract and no one else would, mm-hmm. probably because he wants the fucking warm weather because he cares less about baseball than anyone I've ever seen. Like, yeah. this dude is a head case. Like, he's a head case. And now you're going to put him – he was a head case on a team that was winning. You know, now you're going to put him on a team that – you know, in a very lazy attitude, very small market, you know, can't even sell out their fucking home games. Like, how motivated is Manny Machado going to be, you know, playing out there in San Diego in front of fucking, you know, maybe they get a ton more fans in the stadium now with him being there. But I think they would have been better off going to get a bunch of pieces because I do think they got a nice young core coming up. And I think they would have been better suited not having their leader and their franchise player be a cancer. Same reason I don't want to see Antonio Brown on the Jets, same reason. I, like, Bryce Harper's not a cancer. Machado's a cancer. Yeah. And, it, I mean, is a couple of things. One, draft sheet had the, one of the, the guy from GuruLeet.com, our boy Peter Christensen. He uh, had a great tweet. He goes, I, you know, he goes, it's inevitable four years from now, Manny Machado's the 300-pound first baseman. Right. It's, it's no doubt everyone knows question. that. Yeah. I'm going to compare him. He is Kate Upton. Like you see the fat yeah, guy in him. I love, like you I see love that. the fat. You see the fat guy. He's about to go full Mickey Cabrera. Right. It's hot yeah. right now. He's hot right now. Hot. Still good. Fine. But it's just a matter of a couple of years before he gets the full on big baby hips and fucking corner infield guy. This dude, no, is, no dude is a fucking mental head case. Like you can't. You know what was it? It was just two or three years ago when they were, they were putting him down in the minors. You know yeah. because he was so fucked up in the head. Like you can't give this guy a decade. You can't give him a decade. Are you crazy? That's like that's like committing in a long term relationship to me. If you're a girl, like, what are you fucking stupid? Yeah. You commit ten years and hope I behave for ten years? You're fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, uh, Le'Veon Bell, the blunt thing. Any news on that? I, he's, they're saying yeah, he's like two hundred fifty pounds. They did pictures, and he's two hundred sixty pounds. And I mean, yeah, he's a Le'Veon Bell is just a disaster. Antonio Brown's gone absolutely cuckoo on social media going after Emmanuel Sanders and all these kinds of people. I don't know what happens in Pittsburgh that makes you bat shit crazy. What these is, two guys have gone bat shit crazy. Why is no one talking? Why is no one blaming Tomlin? I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I, it's so weird. Like it's, um, I, I, it's, it's so weird because in any situation like this, your first reaction when you see two hall of fame players, just short circuit and fucking threaten to leave the team 
like your first reaction is dude's lost control of the team. You know, like Marvin Lewis back with the Bengals when they were all getting arrested. First thing you said was, why the fuck is Marvin Lewis getting all these guys getting arrested all the time? He's got no control. You know, you see this happen. I don't know. Tomlin, I haven't heard a single person talk about Tomlin in this situation. Everyone's fucking blaming Ben, which, you know, there probably is some truth to it. Who knows? But um, it's just right. Weird- That's the thing. And Brown calling out Ben Roethlisberger. Like, I, dude, I'm sorry. I am the number you one. despise him. Anti Ben Roethlisberger, right? right? You know this. Right. Long time. Right. I, I, but, dude, come on, man. No respect. He right. threw you the ball more than any other quarterback threw you the ball. If you don't respect somebody, you're not throwing them the fucking ball. It's fucking man. bullshit. That's like, such how bullshit. Can you, you, it's impossible. He chose you over Mike Wallace. You were right. a sixth round pick. You weren't a first round pick. Sixth round out of Central Michigan. You were nothing and nobody. Roethlisberger gave you that opportunity, believed in you. He threw you the ball more than anybody. He created, he gave you the career. Whether you like him off the field or not, I don't like him either. We saw I, what you did with Landry Jones, Mr. Brown. So, yes, exactly. I mean, come on. Like, you can't act like he wasn't a big part of your success. And that, dude, the funny thing here, Jeff, is, like, you've heard it from a lot of players, including Ryan, Ryan Clark and former players that played with him. They said, they're like, Ben's just not a natural-born leader. No, he's not. That's yeah. not who he is. He's not. He's, he's kind of selfish. He says some dumb shit. He Read. does some dumb shit. He's not Tom Brady. He's not a natural-born leader like some of these people. And it's like, but you know what? When he gets on the field, he produces, and he fucking plays hard, and he plays through injuries, even though you think he fakes all his injuries. You know, whatever, whichever side you're on, he's out there. You know, hobbling around, fucking making plays and getting the job done. And the Steelers are always competitive, and he puts Browns in, Brown in situations to win. I think what happened here is, is the same shit that I said was going to happen with Odell Beckham with Saquon Barkley, which you started to see happening. Uh-huh. Antonio Brown started to see Juju getting too much fame and spotlight and got pissed off. And you're starting to see it with Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley. Like, these guys need to be the whole show. And he's just making excuses for why he's leaving, but. Have you, have you ever seen two players from the same team at the same time destroy their national long-term brand as much as Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are right now? I don't know what's happening with – I don't know how to answer that question. Le'Veon Bell, I, free at last, free at last. Yeah, thank God, yeah. Like, you, fuck you're fucking – oh, my God. You're, thank God you're free from the 14 fucking million dollars you should have made that you decided to pass up on. Like, how, your life is so hard. Like, I know. Who cares? I'd give him last $14 million. But um, I don't think I've seen two teammates do this. But we're getting in an era of sports where no, no athletes are ever happy. Everybody uh, wants, like, the best. The, yeah. Everyone wants the best possible situation, and nobody wants to earn it. Yeah, like, like I said, Kyrie is a good example. Oh, God, and everyone. LeBron's tampering. Happy. Anthony Davis is threatening to sit out and demanding a trade. Fucking – you know, it's every fucking star nowadays is just a fucking baby. And it's happening in the NFL, the same thing. Yeah. And Major League Baseball with Harper and Machado, like we talked about. Harper, I mean, they yeah. offer tons of money, but they don't want to go here. They want to go here. It's only, everything is like, come on. Like this big revolt that's going on where it, it's the same thing that happens with a lot of these political and social topics, Jeff, yeah. where it's like you have a point, okay? Like, you know, you have a point. You know, we should have this thing change, right? Whatever it is, whether it's, you know, police brutality, gay marriage, transgender rights, fucking athletes contracts, pick a topic. You know, there's, there's a stance, there's people that were being wronged, and then it's like, okay, let's fix the wronging. 
right? right? And then once we start to fix the problem, let's calm the fuck down now, right? Like, let's not take it too far and make people hate us right. and start wanting to go back in the extreme opposite direction to, to just to spite it because we're shoving it in their face too much. Kind of what's going on with these athletes right now. Like, they were all like, we're getting treated like slaves and the fucking league doesn't respect us. We oh don't have guaranteed God. contracts in football. Slaves you know, didn't get this, $20 million a year. Right, yeah. Tell that to your great-grandfather. Watch him smack yeah. you in the fucking I mean, you're under – and the problem – like, now it's getting too much, Jeff. Yeah. Now it's too far. Now it's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Football players should get more guaranteed money. They should. I agree yes. with it. And NBA players should have more flexibility to, you know, decide where they want to go in free agency. and They should. But now what you did is you got it, and you got a fucking inch, and now you want to fucking take a mile. And it's like you're fucking it up now, and now everyone's starting to hate you because you're you're taking it too far. Yeah, um, I hate the going back and forth. I hate players moving all over the place. Like, right. make your decision. I don't mind free agency, of course, but you got to be able to just go to your place, go to your fucking place, and play there, and make a commitment because it, it goes beyond just them and the teams and all that. It's fans and. Like I, I am always pro fan. It we are the people that make the value that these players and these franchises. If we don't watch it, if we don't play fantasy, if we don't buy tickets, if we don't subscribe to services, if we don't buy jerseys, if we don't buy merchandise, the whole thing doesn't exist. They're right. they're playing and you know in what amounts to high school baseball fields and right. with you know fifty fans in the same. That's all it is. So. Stop screwing people over. And if I want to see, you know, I mean, you're a Yankee fan, so you're a have all the time, right? I've been a White Sox fan. I'm a have not. But it's like, imagine a scenario which Aaron Judge, you get to watch this guy for the next 15 years, and it's an amazing idea. Imagine, like, well, he's only going to be here three years before he goes to whoever the haves are. Like, imagine, and now you're like, what? Every time I get a player and we develop, we actually hit in a player, he has to leave because we don't have enough money. Like, imagine that. Like, what's the sense of the franchise? Yep. And that's the thing. And Anthony Davis in New Orleans, it's going to happen to Giannis. He's next. He's going to play in fucking Milwaukee. Get the fuck out of here. He's the going to the Warriors. Team. He'll be a Warrior. They're the number one seed this year. They're not big fucking deal. You know, remember, anybody remember Raptors last year? Remember, right. you know, like, come on. Maybe they make the Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe. It's just all bullshit. And it's just a matter of time. Giannis will leave Milwaukee. It's the way it goes. All the, if, you, if the star grows too big, they always have to go to one of four teams. Mm-hmm. And it's just, all right, then why don't we have a four-team league? Why do we play all these meaningless games in meaningless cities that mean nothing with players that nobody cares about? And we all have to subscribe to it, and television has to play it, and radio has to you know, pay rights to it. Why do we need these games? Like, is anybody interested in a Memphis Grizzly-Phoenix Suns game? Does anybody give a flying fuck about the Cleveland Cavaliers anymore? I just love how the ratings are down. I hate the NBA. You know that. I despise yeah. the NBA. I think it's the worst product of any sport, and people love it. I think the, the fact that, like it's you rigged. said, right, it's it, – and we're going to talk about that next week, about the Donahue thing, because I've been screaming a new thing, yeah. top of my lungs about how fixed every sporting event is. And it's just amazing that now everyone's like, oh, wow, you know what? Donahue did fix – like, didn't we all know this for fucking – like, didn't he go to jail for this already? Like, like, oh, no, but there's new documents that are coming out saying that, you know, the whole thing is a conspiracy. Yeah, motherfucker, he said this. 
course. In the paper, he said how the fucking league offices used to call in all the referees and bring them into a fucking room and before the playoffs show them you need to call this foul every time when this guy does this. Like, so, yeah, they weren't telling you fix the game for the Lakers, but if they want the Lakers to win, they're going to show you times when Kobe gets touched back in the day and tell you that this needs to be called. He said they used to do it. All the refs used to joke about it. He said the refs used to play games on the court where if they went like six minutes without calling a foul, that they'd see if they can make it through the whole end of the quarter. Like, they're just playing games and clowning around with it. Like, he, he, when asked what percentage of NBA officials gamble, not on games, but gamble in general, what do you think his number was? Uh, gamble? What, what percent of NBA officials gamble? I think he's. He wasn't say, saying on NBA games. He was just saying gamble in gen, like our sports betters. Seventy-five percent. He said one hundred percent. Did he really? That was his number, and people were like, "Well, it's not." Too- well, let's say he's off by seventy percent. Like, even yeah. if thirty percent of the NBA officials were compulsive gamblers, like, yeah, that's a problem. These guys make like a thousand dollars a game. Like, I could go pay one off. You know, like. I can go catch one in an alley and give him 20 grand and fucking pick, to fix the 43rd game of the Memphis Grizzlies meaningless season. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not fucking hard. But um, any final words here, Jeff? I know you got to head out to, uh, to a baseball practice. Oh, uh, gay or not gay. That's all I got. No. Um, uh, the alcoholic. Let's finish that off with the alcoholic. Is the he- alcoholic. Gay or not gay. Totally gay. I think yeah. he's 100%, 100%. gay because he doesn't like it. Uh, no, that's it. And then don't believe, just, dude, everybody out there, the podcast is free because of a reason so that, like, Tommy and I have been very fortunate in our careers and the support of our customers at Guru Elite, Fantasy Guru and all that. Like, we make it free to you to entertain and have fun and all this shit. Don't get scammed, man. Don't go out there. Don't be trusting people. Don't give your credit card information, your PayPal information to people on direct or instant message. Don't do it. No matter what, even if they say they're Tommy G, don't, no matter what, just be careful. Exactly, don't give it a man. Because the fucking scam artists in our industry are just getting more and more brazen, more and more bold. And uh, that's, that's all. I just want to leave on that note to make sure everybody, and if you guys have any questions or if you guys know other scammers out, out there, hit me up at Jeff underscore mans, at Tommy G. If you want there and let us, we'll deal with it. We'll not. Why don't we start like an old takes exposed handle? Yeah. You know, you know, what's funny. I was actually, I actually uh, DM'd old takes exposed and uh, I'm going to get him on no mercy in the next week. So, so we're going to get him on for a guest spot. Um, I'm curious to see how, you know, how that whole thing just got as big as it is and all that. So we'll get a, we'll get the man behind old takes exposed uh, on the podcast, but that would be great if we started like a touts exposed you know, and then we just had a handle that exposed all those touts and retweeted them. Yeah. Anyway, Jeff, uh, it's good to have you back. Yeah. Uh, it was good to hear you screaming again on the radio yesterday. Hell yeah. I didn't get to listen today because I was too hungover. How were you okay? I didn't scratch. No, I was, I was with Ray, so I was very did you, get, did you get yelled at by Matt Deutsch? No, I had to. Uh, I did not, um, surprisingly enough. But I actually. I, I thought him, it was certain. I thought it was certain. I told him. I said, I got to get this out. You don't understand. It has to come out. Nobody else will do it. That's right. the thing. Everybody else who's buddy to buddy with these fuckers, they suddenly don't you do just get anything. get quiet, right? Like, like, so that 
just infuriates me to no end. So yeah, no. I thought it was a great rant. Go back and listen to that on SiriusXM on demand. Jeff yesterday, uh, two o'clock show. Thanks. Um, so that's it, Jeff. So uh, I had some other stuff that I wanted to get to with these ISIS brides and shit. We'll save all that stuff for next week. But I did want to address one thing before we get off. I got a couple of people tweeted at you and me and said, why is Tommy G never on Guru Elite anymore? Um, I'm all over <laughs> Guru Elite. I mean, like, it's basketball season, guys. What do you want me to do? I don't, I don't play NBA TFS. But uh, if you're on the gambling side, I'm in the gambling chat about six hours a day, and I'm posting plays. All fucking day, and I will be there back full-time on DFS side um, with Jeff once baseball starts up. But uh, if you'd like to know my NBA or hockey picks for the day, like you probably shouldn't be paying for that. So I am there. Just head over to the gambling side and hop in the chat, and you can talk for me. Talk to me for five hours a night. Um, but anyway, it's just funny. Uh, that's it, Jeff. New site coming. Keep your eye open. Guys, we really need your support for the podcast or else we're going to have to start bringing sponsors in. Yep. So uh, make sure you guys subscribe and download. And we get a ton of amazing reviews on Twitter. Like you guys write some of the nicest, fucking most awesome, like shit I want to frame, right, Jeff? And like right. put on my wall, like this is what we're doing it for, right? If we can make one person this happy and have this fun on his day. Write them on iTunes, please. Yeah. <laughs> we, get, we get judged on reviews and shit over there. So. Um, all the, you know, everyone go and write a review on iTunes. Like I Otherwise said, it's going to be, Hey, I'm Tommy G for Vagisil and Hey, yeah, I'm exactly. Copper tone. Exactly. Like it's, it's, These rankings and, and we're pretty high. And I'm like, if you want to start getting like big guests, so you don't have to listen to Jeff Manns anymore. And I can talk to yeah. like celebrities, like you go write a review, but, Jeez. but yeah, so we appreciate all the love. Make sure you subscribe. That helps the podcast. Make sure you automatically download and make sure you go write a review in there. Um, cause that's how we get tracked and judged based on how many reviews we're getting and how good they are. So, uh, Keep those popping, and uh, that'll be it. So uh, good luck, party people. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Do so. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.